The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai. I'm remarried and living my best life ever. See, there's so much life after divorce. I'm starting my new chapter unapologetically. I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me on the journey. Listen to all new episodes every Wednesday. So buckle up. So welcome back to another episode of Divorced Not Dead. Just after the announcement of Real Housewives of Dubai. Yay. So as all of you by now know, I'm going to be part of the show. I wanted to discuss sort of the real reality and like, you know, being a reality TV star and things like this, as you know, and we can go back to my ladies of London days and, you know, how it really is. Obviously, I'm very excited to be joining Real Housewives because it's I have a lot of friends on the shows and over the years, I'm a massive fan myself, clearly. And so to be able to come back and to be in a franchise that hasn't been done before. And I think the important thing and the way that what we're going to show you is the glitz, the glamour, the life and how safe it is and how wonderful of a place it is to bring up a family there and how I've made Dubai my home and the Middle East my home. And I think there's such a misconception around the Middle East and sort of how people live and that, you know, women have no rights. We can't drive. We can't this, we can't that. And we have to be covered from head to toe. And I think by now, those of you that follow me or watch my Instagram, my YouTube, you can see clearly that that is not how I live. And, you know, we, we live very, very comfortably in Dubai and Dubai is set up so that you can sort of work to live. Whereas I think in a lot of countries you live to work, you know, it's, it's just the other way around. And I'm, you know, I now being a mother of three and my children are all going which way and I don't worry about them. And that is priceless, absolutely priceless. But I get asked a lot anyway about being a a reality TV star and what that's like and how that's been for me. And, you know, what an amazing thing to be able to come back and go again, six years on. It's been an incredible platform for me, really, because I'm still relevant. It's still a big part of my life. I mean, I guess from the Ladies of London days, I went on and then, you know, produced, I've got the the radio show and I've got my podcast and I've got the, I've always been in sort of magazines and done YouTube and all of this so that you've all been able to sort of follow my life in a way. It was sort of a window into my life. I think Housewives is probably a very different step because it's so based around the relationships between women and friendships that, you know, you sort of have along the way. I'm actually so excited about being back on TV, to be honest. You know, I was always looking for the right platform. And I think a lot of you, you know, what I wanted to say is like, I never started out in life wanting to be a reality TV star, obviously. And I don't think anyone does or knows that you're going to be good at it. Or, you know, I'm a te- I would be a terrible actor. I can't remember words. I can't read. You know, if I mean, it's funny because even just doing this podcast, I have to do adverts and things like this. And I'm a terrible advert reader. I'm getting better, but I'm not very good at reading copy. And, and so I just, I couldn't be an actress or an actor or an actor. I'd love to be, but I just, I just wouldn't know how to do it. I've got loads of friends that are. And, you know, I, I admire it so much. So reality TV really is the only thing if I was going to do entertainment I could do, except that, you know, now I know that I can podcast too. Who knew I could just talk to myself in a 
tiny room for hours. But again, unless you push yourself into your out of your comfort zone, you'll never know. Making a comeback, I'm, I feel extremely, extremely blessed because I just, um, most people don't get that second chance. I always knew I wanted to come back. I just didn't know what format that would look like. You know, reality TV and being on an ensemble cast, it's hard. It's a double-edged sword, obviously, because some people you like, some people you don't. It's very high pressure. And I think the side behind it, you know, it looks glamorous and glossy. And obviously now, you know, once you're out of the series and everything's wrapped, you get to do the, what I call the fun part. You know, you get to travel the world and do the interviews and sort of meet people. And I love that part of the job. The hard part of the job is really what you don't see is it is a job. It's a full-time job. And like anything like Instagram and social media, I think, you know, all of you out there sit there and go, God, it's so easy. You know, look how she makes all this money from just sitting in her house and taking pretty pictures. And I wish you could see the work and the team of people I have behind me to make that possible. It is not easy. If it really was that easy, everybody would be doing it. And I want to get that across because... You know, when you become a social media influencer, a TV personality and all these other things, you know, like obviously when I'm doing reality TV, it has to be my reality, right? So what is my reality? Well, my reality is I am a podcaster. I am a mother of three. I have about all these brands that I work for. I have to travel the world for some of my brands. I'm a paid um, influencer. And I have a lot of staff and people that rely on me. So, you know, I have to make that work. Now, On top of that, I now am a TV star, but a TV star around that. So my other world doesn't fucking stop. My other world, that continues with the extra added pressure of a reality show. And that's what you don't understand or you don't see because you don't see the cameras, you don't see the producers, you don't see everything that goes around it. And so, you know, that in itself is another job on top of all the other jobs that you have to do. You know, you still have to show up on time. You still have to, you know, you can't miss a day of work because every single day of filming is a fortune. You know, you have responsibilities to your castmates, to you, to be everywhere. So you have to like plan your schedule, the scheduling, the scheduling that goes into doing hair, makeup, tans, clothing, meetings, and not falling apart. My poor assistant, it's like, so whatever I do in a day normally, then there's the added pressure of all of that. It isn't all glamorous. You wait, you know, you wait around a lot. You know, there's a lot of arguments. There's a lot of stress. You have very long hours because, you know, you can start if you're on screen. You have to, you know, all the stuff behind. You've got the hair and the makeup in itself just takes a long time. When I told my parents I was going to be a reality TV star back in the day, obviously we were, I think, one of the first in the UK, Ladies of London, and people didn't really understand reality TV. I mean, it was big and huge in America, obviously. But in the UK, it just wasn't. There were a few shows, I think, back then, but they were kind of frowned upon. So it wasn't like everyone was opening the door going, oh, my God, there she is. You know, it's not like Housewife, which which is such an incredible brand now. And then everybody all over the world knows the Housewives, knows, you know, of them and the, the franchise. We really struggled to make people understand what we were doing. And, I, you know, we we, we, we did well. And, and the show is is sort of, cult people do still come up to me all the time for, for for ladies of london and i think they just it was the first british show like that out of that in the states and they just i think they loved all of this sort of the way we speak and how royal we feel 
But it's hard because if not everybody's on board, it's very hard to push a reality show onto your friends and family because it's, you know, they're not being paid and they're not interested. And, and you know, my ex-husband definitely didn't, you know, he was an unwilling part of the show. He didn't love it. And my kids grew up on it. They were fine. You know, they, they just found it as just another thing and interesting. But, you know, now I'm doing it again and I'm doing it again with hindsight. And it's, it's so fun because I have to say the fans of the show have always been diehard. And, you know, I have always been recognized when I'm in the States and, but now it's been announced housewives since I've been here. I mean, it's been nuts. I mean, I was sitting at dinner with Susan Sarandon the other night, literally. And this girl comes running up going, Oh my God, Caroline, I love you. You're the best. You're amazing. I mean, literally I wanted to die and Susan's sitting there and it's just a different generation, isn't it? And she was quoting my podcast and I was just, it was just so lovely. And Actually, the podcast has become something that I'm so recognized for now with all of, you know, the, the the listeners we have. I get stopped a lot with people quoting my lines. So thank you for that. It really, 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 it just makes it all so worthwhile. And I know that doing this show again, I'm ready for you all to see how I've grown and my new life. Because I think those of you that have watched me on Ladies of London will see a very different Caroline. And it's funny because... I'm sort of reverse aging. I, I remember when I was in my 20s, I sort of used to dress head to toe in Chanel and Hermes and like want to cook dinners and, you know, for my husband and my, my, my not my husband, my boyfriend then and, you know, played Pulu and, you know, just all of this stuff. I was so grown up. I was so ready to be grown up. And then I had my 18 year marriage and relationship with my ex-husband, Gem, which was also another learning curve, had all my children. And I think when you do all that, you also become very grown up and quite mumsy. And I'm having this whole new revival now and I'm just so chillaxed. I mean, obviously my head spins off and all this because the pressure of, I mean, I was making a reality show. You'll see a lot of the things going on, which I can't tell you about in the show, but there are three very stressful things to do in life. And I think I did, right, well, or four. And I think I did all of them in, in this show. So I was very, very high pressured. And the great thing about this time round is that Sergio is so willing and so excited and wants to do it with me, which is wonderful because, you know, having the support of your partner when you do something like this is important, you know, as well as my children who I've always given the choice to, by the way, I never ever force my children to, to film you know, Yasmin's 16 now. She's really excited to and really wanted to. She wanted to be part of it. Obviously, we signed for all of the children. But if they don't, the boys on the day, Zach's more curious than Aaron, to be honest. And Zach kind of loves the camaraderie that comes with doing a show and the team and the people that you meet. And he kind of enjoys it and showing his friends. And it's cute. Aaron, on the other hand, he, he's like, well, you know, great mum. Sometimes he's like, I'll do it. And other days he won't. And that, that's fine. I no pressure on my side, that's for sure. Let's take a little break from the show and talk about high interest debt and how hard it can be to ask for help. And that's where Upstart comes in. So say goodbye to high interest credit card debt is one of the first steps towards your financial independence, which I'm learning myself right now because I was useless at looking at interest or what sort of monthly subscriptions I have, and I'm taking control of my own finances back. The interest month after month can feel like you're on a never-ending hamster wheel, and that's literally where this comes in. We've all been there. Out of nowhere, you get you know an unexpected 
expense or bill just happened to me actually. And it's a bit of a shock. And when it happens, you know, it can absolutely feel like the weight of the world is coming down and you don't know where to turn. But luckily, Upstart is here to help. Upstart powered personal loans can help you pay down high interest debt all online with a simple and easy to understand payment terms. It has helped over 1.8 million customers get on the path to financial freedom, which is amazing because, you know, it really does sometimes feel like you can't get out of it. Whether it's paying off a high debt credit card, consolidating your debt or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help get you one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. And that I just think is an amazing thing, just so you're not, you know, paying off six different cards. You've just got one payment to make a month and you know exactly where you are. Upstart knows that you're more than a credit card score. So rather than looking at your credit card score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided on your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can also check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 without impacting your credit score, which is also amazing. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Don't wait. Check your rate today at upstart.com slash dnd. That's upstart.com slash dnd. Check your rate today. And don't forget to use your URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts are determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. So go to upstart.com slash dnd. Let's get back to the show. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, a creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. You know, it's been really, really an exciting time because I wasn't expecting Housewives. I was actually signing up for something else and there were so many shows coming to Dubai at this time. It's a really exciting time for the Middle East. And when I signed, I I didn't know all of the things, you know, obviously the, the things that were filmed in my real life and they were going to happen and everything was happening so much. And it's so amazing to see, to know I got married. You're going to see my wedding play out on this show, which I'm so excited for you to see because, you know, obviously it's an amazing memory for me and something wonderful to have and to be able to watch it back like this. Yeah, that's my real life. And people are going to see that. I mean, honestly, I was nervous that the show would overtake the wedding and it just didn't. It didn't at all. And that's chapeau to like an amazing team of people that just know how to disappear. It's the weirdest thing. But even though you look around and there was, I think there were 35 crew covering my wedding. I didn't see them. I didn't notice them. I really was in the moment with my husband, which is amazing. You know, and all of these things I want to give to all of you because I've shared my life now and I actually... I want to continue sharing my life. And I think Sergio is, I think when all of you and the people that doubt and the everything else see see me and Sergio go through what we go through on the show, I think you'll fall in love with him and who he is. And I hope us as a couple and a family, because, you know, you'll see that it's very, very real and how amazing it is for my children and 
for me and how it's just given me a whole new lease of life. I'm now like, I'm like a teenager again. I'm wearing crop tops, gorgeous boots. I just, I feel great about myself. I feel younger, more alive. You know, obviously I get tired and it's, you know, there are times where the, I have huge amounts of pressure on me, huge to perform and you're tired and you've got to keep this a secret and nobody can know you're filming and all of these things, which is hilarious really, because you've got a camera crew and we're in Dubai and Dubai's the size, it's very small. It's a small town really. So word gets around, but somehow we kept it a secret. We all kept it a secret. And no matter what goes on in a rea- reality show, that's what I want to say. There is a load of, there is a lot of camaraderie. You know, we we may fight, we may find it hard to be as women in this comp, you know, competitiveness and there's bitchiness and there's all of this stuff, and you're feeling each other out. And you may not be each other's cup of tea, but at the end of the day you end up having a family and a very weird dysfunctional family because, you know, I'm still very close to all my cast of Ladies of London. No matter what, we can all reach out because you share something that no one else can understand. And I, you know, it does just bring this closeness no matter what. And, you know, I think that that is what's so fun to have. It's like a little fun family. You know, also, I've, I was extremely lucky because, I, you know, I do have a full team behind me that take care of me and to make sure that I can run because the bigger you get, and that's the one thing I would put out there as well, is learn to delegate people because I, I, I'm not very good at it because I expect people to be mind readers and I want it done exactly how I want it done and when I want it done. So, you know, I'm not the easiest person, but, you know, I do rely heavily on my team and to, you know, I like to work with the same people because especially when you're in the public eye, I don't like to change if I don't have to. I like people to know the way I work, how I am, the, the, the ups, the downs, the way to handle me is key because if you don't handle me right, it just won't work. I think that, you know, obviously it's just been announced and there is so much anticipation and I just can't believe actually that so many people went to my account, my Twitter, my Instagram, it just completely blew up. I think I got about 80,000 positive interactions on all my social media and five or six or 7,000 messages from you all, which is just insane. Like that you all take the time to say, you know, welcome back. It's so, so nice of you to make me feel so wanted again. I mean, again, to have that second chance. And that I think that all of you are so behind me. And I kind of got that from Divorce Not Dead, but understanding that going forward, and you're all going to be such a big part of my life now, and mine and Sergio's and the girls, and we are going to be the first ever reality show, I think, international reality show out of out of the Middle East. I mean, I just can't wait for you to meet the girls just because they're such a fun, diverse group of women. Um, we're all so different with such different backgrounds and so many different types of jobs, even. None of us, not one of us is remotely the same. And that's what I think you're going to love about this cast and this friendship group, that you're going to really see these women come together and you know, you're also going to get the drama. You're going to get the highs, the lows, the fashion, the good times and the bad. And I hope that you guys enjoy it as much as we have really making it and showing you a little peek into what Dubai really looks like for women even. I'm excited for you to see how amazing and diverse this country really is and how it does put the this sort of funny group together, which becomes like family. 
like, you know, you, you become like siblings because it's a sisterhood in a town that's relatively small. So I think I just wanted to really make this a big thank you to you all for keeping me here for all this time. And for anyone that wants to do something like this or to understand what it's like to be on TV and to sort of give yourself to a reality show, it does take work. It is long hours. It is early morning. It's late nights. It's makeup and hair every day. And it sounds glamorous, but it just isn't. Sometimes you love it. And then other times you just, you you feel like you're going to break. Your head is going to explode and it's just another thing. But I have to say every time it ends and it's over and I say goodbye to the team that have been working with me all these years or these months or whatever, you do, you miss them. You really miss them. It's funny the first few days when the cameras are gone because you're like, oh my God, you know, I'm going to get dressed by myself. I'm going to lunch by myself. Oh, you know, I have to retake going through the door six times. The good thing about reality TV as well, people, is that you it is real. You don't have to keep shooting things. So it can be quite fast moving in that respect once you get going. But like any other movie set, it is hard work. It is tiring. You do have to, you know, think about other people. You can't be selfish because you not performing that day or not feeling up for it or not doing your job has a knock-on effect for absolutely everybody else. It is a job. Is it a fun job? Is it a job I would do again? Absolutely. And here I am. If you're looking at how to get into something like this and into, you know, into social media and into a career based on entertainment and TV. I mean, you know, I had no idea growing up that this is what I, I mean, I was going to do none. You know, my family absolutely were against it. So how would you get into it now? I mean, I fell into it. They found me. I mean, today there are so many people looking for content that so you need to find a good producer production house and normally production houses are looking for great show ideas so you can take a show idea you can make a youtuber channel to be honest you know you can be your own reality star by shooting amazing footage on for, for youtube and then putting it out there directly and then podcasting just learning to talk and talk to yourself in the mirror getting used to a camera and that's another thing i think a lot of people come based from a modeling background or, you know, Instagram. Like I've got a few of the cast on the girls who are, you know, models or they were Instagrammers or influencers. And it's been so hard for them to get used to that the camera is not going to give you your bloody angle, right? That you just have to get over it because you can't ask the poor cameraman only shoot you from your left side, which is my favorite side too, by the way. But you just can't possibly do that for three fucking months. It's, it's not possible. So you need to just understand that it is just going to be you. And it is a very, very funny thing. And I actually can't wait because I'm so relaxed this time around, but I can't wait to see some of the girls see themselves for the first time on TV because you don't understand what you look like. We're so used to sort of editing ourselves in real life and like pictures are edited and videos are edited because we control the narrative and we control the way we look. And that doesn't happen. You have to give in to a reality show. You have to give yourself and say, okay, I'll take the good, the bad and the ugly and really trust the process, which is, you know, obviously we'll have times in a reality show where you go, fuck, fuck, what have I done? Right. 
and I wish I could take it back. And then you get this anxiety. And I think I had more anxiety going into Ladies of London because, you know, I had a husband that was so against it that I just didn't want to shame him or embarrass him or do anything. And this time round, I don't have those constraints, right? I mean, obviously I've had like a couple of moments in this uh, series where that I'd love to take back, but I can't. So, you know, you just have to give into it and go, okay, it's okay. I can redeem myself. I can get out of it. And I think, you know, just having a pair of balls these days gets you through life. And I would say, if you want to do something like this, just go get it because it's possible. You know, I grew up in Dorset. There's nothing special about me other than I have drive and I have ambition and I have go get. I've failed. I've stood up, you know, I've failed again. I've told you all this last year was, or the year before was just horrific for me. I almost went under after my eight year law case and I am coming out the other side, like just a completely different human and I'm going to kill it now. And I mean that just for myself, like positive angle for myself. Like I know that I can do this and I, I think anyone can do this. If you have drive, you have passion and you have the get up and go. So don't let anybody tell you that you can't do this because you can. I've never met any, there was no one in my background from entertainment. There was no one that I was following in the footsteps from and everybody in my family has normal jobs. And so this is something that I carved out for myself. And I just think that if you want something in life that go fucking get it go get it because if it's not you, someone else will. And I'm 46 now. I'm 40 fucking six and I'm coming back on Real Housewives of Dubai. There was no Real Housewives in Dubai. We manifested it. You know, I think this team of girls is going to be spectacular. I hope you're going to fall in love with us all. And, you know, I'm really, really excited for you guys to see this new chapter for me and for everybody else. And I really hope you'll tune in and make this one of the best franchises out there. So thank you again. And I love you all because this has just been fabulous. Don't forget um, to leave me your questions or your messages on our Divorce Not Dead voicemail at 001-833-522-5527. I really look forward to receiving them all and I try and get back and doing, you know, answering your questions. So leave your messages 001-833-522-5527. Thank you again for supporting me in everything. I mean, literally everything. And I'm so excited to do this new chapter with all of you. Here I come. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind the scene action. 